back to it. Hey folks, uh, welcome to episode two of OK Last Try. I'm Larry. I'm Elise. (laughs) Um, Sorry. I know last week we said we didn't have uh, a name for it and we were asking you guys for some suggestions, but uh, after a long, long talk (laughs) and like four different name changes, uh, we finally came up with uh, OK Last Try. Yeah, we don't need your help anymore. Thanks for nothing. Yeah, don't write into us. <laughs> so if you missed the first episode, you can go back and listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Oh, or, it's on SoundCloud. Yeah, you know. Oh, we should add a beat to it. Ooh, what if we just throw like some hard-ass beat behind the whole episode? I'm so down. But you can't actually <laughs> hear the interview. You only hear you the only beat. Hear yeah. the um so one one uh, commenter <laughs> I wanted to give a special shout out to, um, he said, SMH, y'all probably throw in the towel after less than 10 episodes, bet. So I would like to make a bet with this person. <laughs> if we last 10 episodes, you have to send a picture of your dick to a family member. That's I don't care which horrible. one. If we don't last 10 episodes. Then I have to stop being vegan after eight years. No, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible no. <laughs> That's Then it. Larry has to go vegan for eight years. <laughs> yeah, that's how it'll go. Oh my God. <laughs> so today, uh, for our, our guests today, we have multiple guests. Um, we're sitting down and talking with uh, Una Farrar um, from Vancouver. She skates for Vans, Crooked... She films and edits her own videos, uh, pansy cam. She's an embroiderer. She's a true VXer. And we're talking with Poppy Star, another Vans rider, illustrator, animator, soon to be Olympic uh, skateboarder. Yeah, it's pretty Australian fucking wild. Olympian. Yeah, that's insane that we're talking to. It's weird, right? It's like kind of crazy. Like yeah. I, I can't really imagine it. Um. I wanted to ask you about like getting advice at the skate park because I don't get advice ever. Really? Because I land all my tricks. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> all right, bet I'm gonna remember that whenever next, whenever we skate together. Like, cause me and Larry haven't skated together yet, but I'm gonna remember that, <laughs> and I'm gonna specifically come up to you and like dog your ass. <laughs> I'm giving you like. All the advice. You know, you should really put your foot up there. Like, uh, <laughs> but also, I Sometimes, hate when people yeah. just say dumb shit. I posted, I hate it. Like, I posted this video on Twitter. I don't know if you saw of me ripping some grip, old grip off of a board. No, I missed I it. I just like, it was, and my phone fell down, and I thought it was funny, so I just posted it. <laughs> and this dude comments, is like, you should really use a hairdryer. And I was just like, I don't oh have one. Oh, my God. And I, first of all, when a man says anything telling me what to do, it makes me sick to my <laughs> fucking stomach. But he was like, he said that, and I was like, I don't have one. He was like, you should buy one. It's a really good investment. And I was just like, dude, I've been doing this for years. Like, I don't need to buy a hairdryer. Like, I'm the strongest woman in the world. I'll rip it off with my bare hands. And I air dry my <laughs> hair, idiot. So, like, and he was just like, no need to be so defensive. And I was just like, dog, chill out. Like... You're being annoying. You're telling me what to do, and I don't even know you. Like, why are you You're acting like I don't know that that would make it easier? I know my, like, oh, my little small dumb woman brain wouldn't know that a hair dryer would help get the adhesive off of the grip tape. I only worked at a skate shop in Seattle. <laughs> oh, what was me? Thank you, my savior. <laughs> Whoever fucking responded to that, you fucking fired up, Elise. <laughs> She came in here fucking hot. She said to me, the first thing she said was, I got this fucking asshole who I'm going to roast. Oh, my God. No, no, but sorry. It really, it just made me so mad because it's like that, My like, always with yeah, everything. Yeah. Being a woman skateboarder is that little things like that constantly. So I'm just like, dude, why are you assuming that I don't know? You know, it's always assuming that I don't know. So when that happens, I'm like, fuck you, you're stupid. <laughs> What are some of like the the trick tips that you you get oh all the my time? God. Like to the... commit. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dumbass. Like to commit or like I don't even know to jump. Yeah, pop. Oh wait, 
Oh, wait, you have to, or no, all the fucking time when I'm doing tray flips, when I'm trying tray flips, it's, you have to scoop, and I'm just like, it, it got to the point where I was just like, wait, you have to scoop? You have to scoop a tray flip? Wait, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, it's all in the scoop, and I'm like, really? I don't know if you have to scoop, like, <laughs> or I'll just be like, oh, my God, I don't remember asking. <laughs> oh, that's really crazy because I don't remember asking you. <laughs> I don't think. But only if I'm really mad. If I'm really, if I've had enough, will I say something rude like that? But like when it, outside it of skateboarding, <laughs> do you see someone like trying something and just randomly go over and be like, hey, thought you might want to know this tip. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you see someone like fixing their car tire or whatever. Clearly just like doing it like oh you know you got to turn it to the left like yeah like you would probably <laughs> yeah, just go ask it. them if they want your help like you should do with skateboarding literally just be like hey can i give you some advice if not that's fine literally i say that to my friends i'm like can i give you a tip or if not that's totally fine you know what i mean like it's I do you hate, want help no i don't want your fucking help Shit. i hate <laughs> when people want to tell you how to do a trick i'm like God, it makes me yes sick. If I could fucking land the trick, I would land it. Nothing you say right now is going to be like, oh, just turn your shoulders more for that front tail. Yeah, yeah asshole. I'm fucking trying. <laughs> That's why I can't goddamn land the trick. Or like, My shoulders aren't <laughs> turning. Like, One time I was at Tompkins and I was trying switch flips and this guy was like, just jump, pop it in, flick and jump. And I was like, yeah, it's switch. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, yeah, jackass, leave me alone. <laughs> like, also, like, what kind of trick tip is that? Like, oh, just pop, yeah, flick, and, and just jump. Just jump. Like. I was like, oh, yeah, really? I thought I was just going to stay on the ground, man. That sounded like a good idea to land this flip trick. Like, really, it's just so, <laughs> it's, like, funny to me, but also so irritating. <laughs> Yeah. Whoever left that comment, I hope they don't listen to this because I'm not that mad. I'm just think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Enjoy the episode. Thank you. <laughs> so, like, you guys went a pretty long time without seeing each other. At the beginning of the pandemic, right? Ten and a half months? Yeah. Jesus, so almost a full year. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like we've been together for like three months of the of the f- 14. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So how did you get to go down to Australia? A lot of it was due to like people on Poppy's side. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ten, like we spent the whole time trying to get her here pretty much the whole 10 months. Whoa, really? It's basically mm-hmm. impossible. Just like, it just knew like some connections and it just like, like it was people high up in the, a lot of them were like through Poppy's like Olympic connections. Cause you can't even apply for like a visa here. If you're like a foreigner, like they've just cut everything off, off. So they had to apply for a visa for me from the Australian side. And then like, they got all these like le- letters of like recommendation and stuff, like backing me being here from like high up and the like, Australian Olympic Committee and all that kind of stuff so they were really just like helping me out helping Poppy with her like Olympic journey and like (laughs) mental state and stuff and they were kind of like yeah I mean you can't do well at your activity if you're not doing well like up here so they were helping me out that way but it's super rare like there's a lot of people trying to get in here right now that are like unsuccessfully so Poppy, how did you get into doing like animations and and graphics and stuff like that? Well, I started drawing like basically since I was a baby. Like I have like all these paintings in like my house that my mom's kept from when I was like 18 months old. Like as soon as I could hold a pencil, pretty much I've just been like scribbling stuff. So I've always kind of just liked drawing. And I guess like skating kind of took over. And when I was younger and like, like I got like invited to go to America for the first time, which is some like kids that I used to skate with. And I couldn't like, my family just like, wasn't in a position to really like uh, fund my flight, I guess, overseas. 
So I basically started like turning my art into like these little like prints and like cards and I and I sold them all um one night and that's how I funded my first like trip overseas and that's how it kind of like I started making my art into prints and stuff like that and that's how I like funded all my flights and things and now like skating's helping a bit um which is really cool but yeah I started drawing and doing that and now like since like one of the positives I guess of COVID is like I've had all this like time to do lots of drawing so Mm. I guess I just kind of got on my computer one day and like started like turning my art into like trying to make animations and things and like getting apps on my phone and I thought that was really fun and I've always like loved like I don't know Tim Burton films and like stop motion films and that's something I'm like really interested in and love that kind of stuff and I kind of like I don't know I like I don't really liking like stuck to one thing I like trying all different things out that's awesome you kind of just like taught yourself how to do it uh yeah I guess so well kind of like I guess my whole family's pretty like creative too like we didn't like get any of like the brains in our family it's all kind of like <laughs> like art the, like the art side creativity yeah. <laughs> yeah like my my dad would all he's really good at sketching so he would always sketch um these drawings and then my mom's really good at painting so she would always paint them and oh, so my mom's awesome. kind of always been into painting my sister's really good at drawing too my brother can paint really well. I just realized, like, I told him to do a painting and he did this beautiful painting, but he's not interested in it. And then, Una, you have started doing a lot of embroidery and stuff. Yeah, I was, the embroidery thing was weird. It kind of just started from, like, I always wanted to like make my own like like modify my clothes but I was always bad at like printing or anything like that I've never really been that good at drawing either um and with embroidery I kind of just like I remember one time I bought when I moved to Vancouver actually I bought like this little kit this little sewing kit just for like um more like if my clothes were ripped or something or if I wanted to like don't know just have it at home because my mom always had that kind of stuff but once I moved out I was like I'm gonna get my own set kind of thing and then I had this like blank hat and I started just kind of like just freehanding it and then I got like more and more into it and then I got into like the cross stitching and then I'd spend so much like time and money at like Michael's what what would you rather have um a shoe sponsor or a Michael's sponsor (laughs) just free free yarn free fucking (laughs) string yeah there's a lot of good stuff I could resell that (laughs) That'd be so cool. But at the same time, vans are pretty sick. Good. <laughs> yeah, I do you go through shoes really quickly. And like me and Poppy are the same size. We're both sevens. It's so Aww. good. So like we, when we came out here, like I contacted the the vans TM out here, and, and then he's like, and we're getting a package, but it's like to share. Yeah, we have to like fight <laughs> for the shoes because <laughs> I'll like go through them normally, but then when Poppy goes through them, like. I don't know if you've ever seen like vert shoes, but they're like, no. they're like just destroyed just on the toe. Like it's so gnarly and it looks so funny. Like it doesn't oh look like God. a typical skated shoe. Like it's just the entire toe of it is just gone from like the sides. <laughs> like my shoes are still wearable after, but hers look like. Like you have to throw them away. Yeah. Like they look like there's nothing there. Oh my there. God. Yeah. Fully. I'll always pick like the shoe that I, I guess I like the least. Because they'll just get destroyed. Mm-hmm. It's so sad, like, when yeah. I know I'm going to, like, skate in shoes because they just get ruined. But it's convenient having the same size because we get to share stuff. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Hey, yo, did you see that? Are there any, like, gay stereotypes that you guys, like, fall into? Like, when I lived in Seattle, I had a Subaru. So <laughs> is there any like little like cute queer stereotypes you guys like fall into or find yourselves doing? I mean, I've kind of have been like my whole life with the way that I like yeah. dress and like go about things. But I've started like wearing my like sandals here too. So I'll be wearing like, and I look like the biggest like Birkenstocks or something. Like, no, like Tevas. Like Tevas are like, gay. The, like, <laughs> but yeah, like the Velcro ones. And then I'll be wearing like that. 
like jorts like socks and tevas and then like a like bucket hat and like all my sunscreen and stuff and then i don't know i definitely look more just maybe like a kook culture than queer culture but it's definitely <laughs> like tevas um, and burks are totally gay for sure <laughs> like that's like that's, a thing <laughs> yeah we definitely here it's like i yeah but you don't really see that many people wearing tevas here but it is like yeah i don't know we have our weird little things like we're both kind of like we have our little girly sides where like I really like to do like I have like my certain organizational thing or I don't even want to say that but like I have my more kind of like I don't know typical like femme traits and then I have like my very like mask ones totally and I feel like Poppy's kind of the same way and we both have this weird like androgyny that kind of just goes through like whatever we're feeling and sometimes she'll look like super cute and then I look kind of like Bleh. and then other days I'll be like <laughs> wanting to feel kind of cute and and then she can hold me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What's mine? Not... Poppy got this sick new nose ring. Oh, yeah. The septum. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's gay. <laughs> that's awesome. It looks good. <laughs> this podcast is just mostly Elise telling people that things they do is gay. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, seltzer water, Larry? <laughs> That's gay. <laughs> oh, that's what you're drinking today? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> In a documentary about Poppy. Really? Yeah, and she's been filming it for like nine years. Nine years and she's making a documentary about you? Yeah, it's like leading up to the Olympics and stuff. And they started like, I don't know, what, like eight or nine years ago. And... um so yeah, this woman Justine is just like part of their life. <laughs> just comes and like wow. films in their house and shit. It's like that Whoa. movie. Yeah, uh, uh, Lady, not Lady no, Bird. No, no, no. The about the boy, <laughs> the the boy. Boyhood. What's it called? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The boy. <laughs> that, no wait, the, I like no. that movie better. <laughs> the boy. Have you seen that movie? No. It's scary. Poppy, could you like tell me a little bit more about that? Well, it's funny. It's funny that you bring up Boyhood because. Apparently, I look exactly the same as when we started filming to now. Like, Justine has, like, showed people videos of, like, I don't know, the age I am now. And they'll be like, oh, she was so cute when she was 14, all this stuff. And, like, <laughs> no, it's been, like, a process of doing this for so long. I think there was just, like, me and a group of friends skating. Um and there were these people doing like a video on something. I don't even think it ever got made, but Justine was like one of them. And she just kind of started filming us all. And then she just kept filming me. And then it's just gone on for years and years and years. And I honestly like sometimes wouldn't even get that stoked on it. Cause I'm like, I, like it feels like nothing's ever going to be done with this. You just been filming forever but like mm -hmm. like when I got out of quarantine and saw Poppy like Justine like filmed our like reunion because she films like the big parts of like Poppy's life which is like yeah. kind of weird sometimes but it's also like sick to know that those points hopefully are hopefully like, it'll be documented you know good. did you guys yeah that? like oh yeah that was kind of <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I was crying I don't know you just froze like yeah I like came out of the hotel and I was like because I got out of the hotel like as soon as I could it was like 6 a.m oh, Poppy yeah. had gotten up at like 5 30 a.m that morning come get me and then I like walked out and I was just on the street and I was like kind of tripping because I breathed fresh air in like two weeks yeah and then I see like Justine walk around the corner with the camera and I was like oh my gosh Poppy's coming around the corner and then I see Poppy come around the corner and she's probably like probably like 50 meters away from me down the street <laughs> And she just like sees me and then just like stops and goes like this and just like freezes Aww. and I'm like running over there and it was like it was pretty funny. That's so cute. That's like some movie stuff. Well, soon to be movie yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably look like cheese as fuck on film, but it was pretty. It was pretty amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, she's respectful as like a filmmaker. She's like, you guys go do your thing. Like, you know, like if you're not comfortable with this, like it's chill. But oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's gonna it's called like isn't it called tall poppy yes which is like a which is like a metaphor for something what is a metaphor for i don't really know i've tried to look it up so many times but i don't really understand it it's something about like 
I don't know, standing out or like being unique or something like that. But it's like pretty, I don't know. Just, it's a cute idea. We'll see what it's like when it actually comes out. Might be. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 40 minutes or something. Oh, that's awesome. That's like a full yeah. length. Yeah. 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 <laughs> full length docky. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to get bored of watching myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. she's actually going to um, stop it before the Olympics like try and finish it like the month before or something damn so it'll come out like it's coming out soonish then it's uh well she's planning on it coming out i guess like a couple months before i think i don't know just because like um my perspective i think has changed on a couple of things especially like the olympics so she's like oh it doesn't like really matter it doesn't have to lead up to that i can just like finish before kind of poppy i have a question about you being like an olympic athlete in in godspeed uh there was that clip of like zion getting kicked out of the spot and he's like no like i'm an olympian blah 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 which i thought was like fucking bizarre to see in like a a full-length skate video but have you done that yet? Like, have you pulled the, <laughs> no, no, I'm an Olympian card yet? I actually haven't, but I always think about that. Like, if I, like, if someone was to, like, kick me out of somewhere, like, get mad at me, I could just, like, I'd feel so dumb, but I, I could pull that card and it's probably, like, something that, like, people would be like, oh, really? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny, though. I haven't, I haven't done it yet, though, but. It's but you could fun. like you could like if we were out like filming somewhere and we were getting kicked out like we were even filming somewhere in like Melbourne recently and was it like Wade or Marley or something like or no maybe it was maybe it was someone else but they were like we were getting kicked out and they're like oh we're in Melbourne and we are filming on top of this like one of those like glass like I don't know like those glass drop-ins like it's kind of like a subway station like roof and we were skating it and this guy comes up he's like hey, do you guys have uh, permission to be doing this right now? And then this other friend of ours, who's just like an expert bullshitter, was like, yeah, actually, we're making a film for like Melbourne, like School of Arts or something. Like, yeah, we totally got permission. Like, because we had like these two cameras out and he's like, oh, okay. Like, sorry. Like, just, just thought so. And then just like left. It was so sick. I've had friends like be like, yeah, we actually have a permit for this. And they'll pull up a fake permit on their phone <laughs> and show them. And they'll be like, oh, okay. And then like later they'll come back and be like, my boss told me that that wasn't a real permit. Like, you guys need to leave right now. <laughs> Poppy, if if you win a medal, you should just pull up to street spots, like, with the, with the, medal. the medal on. So, like, when they give you the boot, you're just like, oh, no, like, sorry, this is gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they have to, like, did they have to, like, talk to you, like, talk, talk you into, like, doing it? Like, were they just like, well, if you do it, you get this and this and this? I was, I think I was kind of probably, like, I was really, like, stoked on it when it first started because that's all, like, kind of, like, new in skating was doing comps. Like, like, I started skating when I was, like, eight, and I loved it, and then kind of, like, I, I went out to, like, this skate park, and I would skate there every Thursday, and then it became, like, a little, like, group where they're trying to, I guess, like, train these kids and this guy's like oh I'll put you into this comp when I was like nine and I was like didn't want to do it but I did it and it kind of just started from there like doing lots of comps and stuff and so that's what I like own like only knew for a little bit was just like doing these competitions so when the Olympics came out I was really stoked but then like I don't know I started doing like these like qualifiers and stuff and just like kind of seeing like um I don't know how like they'll get like they're basically like our countries that like pick these kids from like other sports that they know aren't going to make it into that sport and they're like you're going to be skateboarders kind of thing and they just push them so hard and they're all so like miserable and it's kind of like turning me off a lot yeah I know it's so sad but well, there's some people that do it and it's like still their dream because there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's like skateboarder athletes and like I feel like contest skating is like one avenue of skating and then like street skating and all that's like completely something else. And like mm-hmm. it was almost like the same time that the Olympics was announced was like the same time that you like started going to like WAF and shit and like started seeing that there was like yeah, so was many like- other <laughs> kinds of skateboarding and so yeah. many like people that you like 
actually connected with better and stuff and then you're like oh this is kind of more what I want to do and then yeah so that but now like she's kind of like committed to that so it's just kind of like grind that out get that to happen Have you like shown your art to to people outside of skating? Not just shown, but like, has it been on display for people outside mm, of skating? Not so much like display. I think there's like a lot of people that know it that I like drawing and stuff. Um, but there is parts that are out of skating. Like, like when she was really young, we went to Bondi recently, which is like oh, Bondi yeah. Beach and stuff. And like, she did these like murals when she was like, 10 how old are we like on like you know those like electrical boxes that you just see around like and sometimes they have art on them like they're like pop like some of them bondi were like poppy's art and she's like oh there's my box like there's my this there's my hero <laughs> like and then also she has like a website where she like that she like made herself and runs and like sells a, a bunch of like prints and jewelry and stuff and there's a lot of people that buy from there that aren't related to skating at all like they just like have been following her for a long time as like an artist or like since she was a kid because mm. you're doing art for a really long time there used to be um these like I used to do this comp at Bolarama, which is at Bondi um it was like a big bowl comp that would happen every year and everyone kind of just like I don't know party and skate it was so fun and they'd have um the love and guts art show every year with it so like it was basically like half of the people that would skate in Bolarama, mostly like the um older guys would have like artworks and it was like this art show and I'd go in that a couple years which was really cool so that was pretty sick because it was like a skateboarding art show they'd have like Steve Caballero and Pat Noho and Jeff Grosso and stuff it was pretty sick dang that's awesome I I also had a question about the Thrasher intro that you did would you be bummed if someone you didn't like picked uh (laughs) your intro (laughs) graphic like, let's say Nigel drops a new Thrasher oh. part. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, probably, yeah, if Nigel dropped a part and that was the intro, I'd be pretty bummed. But the first one that came to my head was probably, like, Jagger eating or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then the one that did get used for Poppy's first one was such a sick edit. Like, it was, yeah. like, yeah, it was Supreme really cool. Bowl with, like, all those, like, amazing skaters, and that was, Yeah, like, it was awesome. That, that was, was like, so cool. yeah, that was so sick. So, Una, I guess I had a question for you about, like, Pansy Cam and stuff, and, like, What's your goal for that? Or like, is it gonna, are we gonna see like a, a new Pansy Cam? Like- well, Pansy Cam was kind of just like my, my like personal thing. Like I, like Pansy was something started by a few other like women. And then they kind of brought me into it. It was like Brianna, Michelle and like Charlie. And then um, Charlie just like was like, inspired me to like film everything that was in between the skating too. As I said before, kind of just like, and how much value those kind of clips can have. Cause like at the time you only think of the tricks, but like when you look back a year later, like you want to see how you talked, how you dress, like how you fell, like yeah. the dumb shit in between. So that's what Pansy Cam kind of was. Cause I just wanted like a platform to make videos. And I was like, I don't know, for me, I'm very like goal oriented. So like having a name and a place to do it was important for me. So it's, it was just kind of like when I had time to do it or like when I wanted to put an edit out, but now me and Poppy, um, like Vans, she's sponsored by Vans APAC, which is like Asian Pacific. So it's like Australia and like Japan and that kind of stuff. And um, they hit us up, her TM hit us up and was like, cause she was looking for a camera. And then they were like, oh, well, if you get it and make videos, then like they can be like, we can make like little Vans episodes of like your videos or whatever. And then, and then it kind of like grew on that. And we're like, okay, well we can't get the camera we want, but Una has her cameras and stuff here. Like what if we made um, videos together on like my camera? And now we've got this like kind of series that we've came up with the name like Dear Diary. The first one's kind of like, I don't know, it's just whatever we're doing, like as you'd write down in a diary, but like it's also with skating. It's like half VX, half like this pen. Like it's basically pansy cam feeling, but it's kind of what me and Poppy are doing versus like just what I'm doing. Yeah. Which was like pansy cam stuff. Like pansy cam was like my 
vision and then like Dear Diary is kind of like our thing so there's going to be like little animations in it and there's going to be little stuff like that and like that that is scheduled to come out in March around like International Women's Day. Dude that's so awesome. Yeah and they're like they're like hooking us up with it and like I don't know I can buy tapes with a clean conscience now. (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with the tapes? They're like hella expensive now right? They stopped making them? Yeah, like I buy them on Amazon in like six packs and it's like, I don't know, to get like good shipping here, it's like hundred and something dollars. But like... Wait, for a six pack, it's a hundred dollars? Yeah. What the fuck? Or like more than that. It comes out to about 25 bucks a tape. I think it was a little bit cheaper because I it was like shipped from near Vancouver kind of. But out here, it's like pretty expensive and I can only get them on Amazon. Like you can't get them in stores. Actually... One time when I was in Victoria, I was like visiting my parents, my friend who just got like a mini DV camera was like, yo, there's just like weird little like, um, it was like this store that sells camera goods and like, um, basically like Indian bulk food. So like you'd go in and it had like all these like tubs of like spices and shit, like for like, um, Indian cooking. And then just had like all this like film in the back. And I was like, this is the weirdest store I've ever been in, but it's like pretty sick. <laughs> And then they had like Sony premium mini DV tapes. And I was like, I'm going to buy everything you have. So I bought like 15 tapes that day, like took their whole stock kind of thing. That's but so it's, awesome. It's definitely not like easy to access and like using the, the little pansy cam and the VX. Like you go through them pretty quick. So it's like, I don't know. We're on like the last tape now. And I just ordered a few more, got like express shipping kind of thing. Like it's kind of annoying because every, like there's so many people here too. Um, that are like, why don't you just film on like an HD camera and put an old school uh, effect over it? Or like, they're like, that w- wouldn't that be like way more simple? Or like, there's this guy who was filming on his phone yesterday and it's like, and it's like a VX effect. So it actually, it was actually pretty good for like phone clips. Like it almost looked like long lens VX, but like poor quality. And then yeah. he's like, yeah, if you put the phone fish eye on, like it looks so similar, man. And I was just like, fuck that like fuck <laughs> against everything that I've like ever done like there's a reason like there's like a rhyme and reason to the process that I'm doing like you know yeah. that you like capture tapes and you do this and you deal with the glitches and you deal with the shit if it's broken if someone puts out a vx edit like like the sour solution edits or something someone that's like that heavy like you know that that much work went into it not like someone filming on an iphone over an effect or like something like that so for me it's like that's kind of a personal thing because people have been like why don't you use a GoPro? Like there's so many cool GoPros out now. And like, there's like, you can just, you can go underwater with them. Like your VX can't even go to the beach because you might get sent. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like this is not, like I'm not having this conversation. I was like just about to ask you, like if all of these things ever make you think of just getting an HD camera instead, but all of that kind of checks out. And like eventually these tapes are going to be gone, right? Like eventually there will be no more mini dv tapes someday yeah because there's like barely any market for it like outside of skateboarding like not that many people are keen on it and like we're watching this okay so we started watching keeping up with the kardashians from like season (laughs) one and like and so that was filmed in like i don't know fucking like 2005 or like something funny it's it's so funny because they're like not as rich yet they're living in this like smaller house and they're going over their like home (laughs) home videos and they pull out this like vx 2100 and they like were filming the like kardashian home videos on this like vx and i was like wow that's like really sick but that's like the only era it was like relevant so i don't i want to do it like as long as i can before i have to convert i remember when beagle switched from vx to hd and he had his like uh yellow and green vx and then he got this yellow and green hvx i was like so heartbroken i was like no like that's like the original like vx filmer for me and yeah. that was like my full inspiration to film VX. Like me and my friends completely looked up to him. And like, then when he switched, I was like, shit, now I got to switch. But I've still been doing it for like the last five years. So it works yeah. <laughs> until it doesn't, I guess. I don't know. And then you'll figure it out. Yeah, so- I actually had, I had one, one of my cameras broke and I sent it down and it got fixed by this guy named uh, Aaron Felix. His Instagram's like Aaron Burgundy and he's the same guy who does Beagle's custom paint jobs. And I was like, oh, guy who worked on Beagle's camera also worked on my camera. So like, <laughs> You're sick. like, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready to film for Baker. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, like 
we don't i don't reuse tapes because it's like kind of sketch but like i could always reuse tapes like if they yeah, stop making tape. but then you'd lose like the sheet a month before so i don't know yeah yeah it's like a trade-off because also you never know how glitchy it's gonna be when you like i yeah. reused the tape before and i kind of like blew a few clips because yeah. i was too lazy to just buy a new tape one time i got a clip and i asked my friend i was like oh like where did that clip go and she's like oh it glitched out and i was just like oh it's fine it's fine <laughs> like, oh yeah i didn't want that clip anyway <laughs> Oh, it's so terrible. Like, each time I film someone, I'm like, I really hope we got that. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally just, like, fake. I'm filming you. And then, yeah. Well, that's more just, like, if you got me in frame. Yeah. Probably, like, there's, <laughs> like, probably will film me online and at the end of it. She's, like, like, we were capturing the other day and she just says, like, behind the camera, she's, like, oh, I really hope I got that. <laughs> it's so cute. Dude, it's hard. Actually, it's yeah. so hard. Scary. And you're it's not so seeing scary. what you're filming or anything, right? So it's, like, yeah. half the time I don't want to play back on it. So I'm, she's, like, can we watch it? And I'm, like, no. Like, we're waiting till we reuse up the whole tape. She's, like, eh. Do you guys think you guys are like the first couple to be in like a a full length video together? Well, Fabi and Breezy are people. That video yeah, yeah. So oh shit, yeah, that's Brianna true. Fabi and then Ben. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That, yeah, facts. <laughs> There's like, yeah, it had like non-binary people. It had trans people. It had like gay people. It was pretty cool for its time. I was talking to Shari about it once and she's like, yeah, it was really sick to come out when it did, but like hopefully we've come to a time where we don't have to do that kind of shit anymore. Like we kind of made a statement with it and now we can like, I think we talked about this last call kind of thing where like contests are different, but with like video segments, hopefully they can be more like inclusive and like, I don't know, everyone be in it, like however you identify, you know? Yeah. I think that's happening more. I mean, I don't know if credits was like the the reason for that to happen but like since credits come out there's been how many like popular videos have come out where there's been multiple people in it who are either gay or non-binary or whatever like yeah genesis 2 or like smut the glue video smut and like um the fuck what was the other video that came out um oh godspeed had like women and gay people in it too like it did yeah, right? Didn't it? Or not Godspeed. Um, I'm like, I don't know. remember that. <laughs> what was it? Like Alex Midler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our non-binary icon, Alex, Alex Midler. Midler. <laughs> 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 no. not, not Godspeed. The other video that came out in New York. Um, oh, Melody. Melody. Yeah, that's Passing Through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, oh, I true. can't believe I got that confused yeah. with Godspeed. Yeah. Very different videos. Cast, yeah. cast from Seattle and Alex Midler, you know. Zion, right. Yeah. Very easy to get. Hard to tell the that, that's that that shit's really sick i think it's only like growing too like i'm hoping that soon there will be videos like you know how like santa cruz had like fabi's part in it but hopefully there'll be like more than just the one girl yeah. on these kind of teams because like you can have like three different girls skate three completely different ways but like in 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 some shape or form like a lot of the time like tms or people that run these kind of companies just think that like oh it's a girl it's a girl like you know like a token girl yeah there's just like one oh we've got to go yeah Yeah, like oh it's okay like well we have one so we don't need any more and it's just like dude what and like are are teams allowed to have more than one girl i don't want we won't we don't want there to be too many girls you know in skateboarding right yeah like, or they're like oh there'll be conflict and it's like well what about the conflict between the like 17 guys you have on this team? yeah like, what? i feel like they're like proud of themselves too sometimes they're like oh yeah we've got our girl like yeah about it, but that's it or like just post like the minimum amount being like just so that someone doesn't call them out on shit Mm-hmm. like that you can kind of like it's I don't know about from a dude's perspective but from ours it's like fairly transparent like you can see right through that shit you're like oh yeah okay 100 percent. 
I, I don't know. It kind of gets to me too. And like, this might cause some shit too, but like when, when Thrasher posts like all of its like regular content and then like one full minute of girl skating, then like all of its regular content and then one yeah. point, I'm like, why can't you just like integrate it a little bit or like <laughs> yeah. something like that, you know, like it's kind of like, Oh, you get your one little bit and then that. And like, if you weren't the girl for that week, then you got to wait till the next month or something Literally, like that. Yeah. You're not going to get any more than that. Like, so that's, I don't know. I've, I've kind of like seemed to notice that too. And it's almost like, yeah, it's just like people like claiming diversity or inclusivity when like at the core, like there's no women TMs, there's no women in those decision-making positions kind of thing still. Yeah. So it's like, and maybe it's like, like I, yeah. I think it's on a good route, but it's still still got like a long way to go kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I'll ask people, I'm like, do you guys skate with girls or like, why is there no girls on this team or like on your team or whatever? And they'll be like, Oh, I just don't know any girls to skate. And I'm just like, there is li- like right now, there's so many like women and just like non cis men identifying people that skateboard, like who like would mm-hmm. love, who would like huck themselves down some shit to film you know mm-hmm. who would like do these like take these chances if they had like the support and like opportunity to you know what I mean so it's just like really yeah. there's no excuse to have one girl or like no girls like how boring <laughs> like your video is fucking boring if you don't have anyone in it that's not a cis man like that's fucking so boring for me to watch I'm like come on dude well like, yeah really? also like just think about like marketability if you want to like imagine Seriously. how much greater of like a of a demographic you could reach if you had like different like sometimes I'll watch video parts like full length of dudes and like when they don't have the name pop up you're like is this the same dude all the way through or is this three different dudes because they all look the fucking same literally and, like, <laughs> I don't quite know and so that's like I don't know that part's kind of like interesting for me or even like I've reached out to a couple outlets and be like hey why don't you guys like like why is there like less than two percent like women's coverage in this like content like well you know they don't reach out to us and I'm like why would anyone feel comfortable like like I feel like a lot of the time like like I don't know like non-binary people or like women or something like that they don't they don't have that same like audacity to like believe that they're welcome in a space where no one looks like them so they're not just gonna go and be like yo Thrasher here's all my footage like do something with it because you never do anything with that anyways like so like when they say like oh well people don't reach out to us it's like well why do you think they would like yeah yeah and like it's it's on the it's on the company and like the media outlet to to reach out to these people and that's why when like people do or when like I don't know, like, Thrasher asked Poppy to do, like, an intro, or you guys asked to do, like, interviews, or we see that, like, Jenkins on interviews with, like, all these different kind of people. It's like, oh, well, you can be anyone and be on this. Like, if you don't have to look a certain way or be a certain way. And, like, yeah. there's so many, like, I don't know, I feel like companies that still have that, like, regressive mindset where they're like, well, they're not reaching out to us. So, like, or just, like, I don't know, there's not that many girls. Or, like, when people are like, well, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, there still wasn't that many girls. I'm like, 10 years ago, there still fucking was. You guys just, <laughs> yeah. like, pushed them under. Like, they, like, we're still here. Like, if I see a company or, like, a brand, like, not representing any women, why would I go out of my way to send them my stuff when it's, like, clearly they don't fuck with me? Clearly yeah. don't fuck with people who look like me or who look like my friends, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> They even said it in that in that surf movie that we were watching where like I don't know like the cheesy version of like if you can't if you can't see it you can't be it like if you don't see yourself doing something like that then you don't you don't feel welcome in that environment like the same way that I just did like a quarter snacks five favorite parts thing and I was talking about Vanessa Torres's element elementality part to me and I was like seeing someone like who kind of looked like me in that like environment told me that that's maybe something I could do yeah. but if, it, if there wasn't anyone that looked like me doing that then I wouldn't think that that's a place for me you know totally kind of like the same or like similar thing with like sponsorships too like I saw someone the other day talking about on the internet about how like like how brands should sponsor more women whether they're like you know the tippity top best or not because like when you're sponsored like you have more of a reason to like do shit you know like huck yourself down like you're more motivated you have like a more of like a not like a reason to but like support to yeah, yeah like yeah and half the time it's like 
I don't know, these people who aren't being um, shown in these videos, they're working like three fucking jobs and they're not getting any paycheck from skating. It's like, how do you expect them to like go as buck as you want and get as much footage as you want while working three jobs and doing this because you're not supporting them that way. You're like waiting for them to prove themselves. Like give them the chance, like give them the support and see if they perform then because that's like a real judgment of their skating, not whether they can do that and pay rent and put food on the table and do this, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's so much shit like that too. 100%. I agree. Like it even happened with a friend of ours who was trying to get like a little, like a paycheck from a company. She's like, they want me to skate more and film more, but I have to work because they won't pay me. And so I asked for a little bit of money from them and they say, no, you're not filming enough. And it's just like this like cycle of like, how the fuck are they supposed to film if they're not getting supported, but they want to get supported, but they're told to film more. And it's like, like it yeah. doesn't go anywhere. And it's like, and, that's, and that's like and a thing that's like not even just women. That's just like the skate industry. I feel like, you know what I mean? That's like, true. Yeah. But that's true. I mean, it's probably even harder for like marginalized groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um, definitely like a reality in, in, in every like, I don't know, group too, though, because there isn't like totally i know like there's not a whole lot of budget for that kind of thing you think but then it's like man there's companies in skating now that are not like skate companies that do have the money to do this shit and still don't 100 percent. yeah do you see that and just go like talking about sponsors and shit poppy do you have a board sponsor I'm actually moving to a new one right now. I used to be on um, Birdhouse, but I always kind of felt like it was the same, like one girl thing. And I always felt like Lizzie was sort of like their main girl and like Mm -hmm. nothing ever like, I just, I don't know. I just felt like nothing ever was really going to happen. And I still like, obviously want to put out more like footage and stuff like I don't have like much going on but it was always like Lizzie kind of like Brighton used to be on them and then she sort of moved for that reason too oh yeah I think mm. who are you moving to yeah um, I don't know what to say why these are not do- is it an American company uh, it's- oh that's oh, so no awesome <laughs> have so much fun and yeah, i've like literally. hung out with them all once before and yeah and it's like not contest oriented at all so it's, it's like, like fun totally nice well congrats poppy <laughs> thank you i'm excited you got out of tony hawk's clutches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his claws yeah right <laughs> but it's also like the only name that like anyone not in skateboarding like no, knows like you like you like ask like your fucking aunt about it they're like oh you're gonna be the next tommy hawk and you're like oh fuck i know but like okay yeah <laughs> It's funny how it's article. like Tony Holt and Sky Brown now. Yeah, now it's like Sky Brown's no, like on seriously. that level too. Like family members, family members uh, totally send me like links to Sky Brown and stuff like that. Do you think it's weird that Sky Brown is pushed to the limits that she's pushed to for someone that age? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's cool. Uh, yes. We we actually the other day watched um, her entire Dancing with the Stars Junior episode <laughs> because she has a whole Dancing with the Stars thing like where they do like ten different performances and they like I'm pretty sure they won it or some shit so like you can tell she's like a competitor like at heart but like at the same time any kid like there's a reason there's an age limit on Olympic events and like there isn't one on skateboarding and I think that's really fucked up. Because, like, half of the time behind the scenes, someone else is capitalizing off of it much more than the child is. Mm -hmm. And, like, that part, like, even the entire demographic that she's inspired of, like, young people that get into skating, as soon as they get into get into it the the like parents are like or the manager whoever's like we can monetize this like we can make you big like that kind of shit and that part is really what like poisons it for me because yeah me too I think that was like not some shit that happens in like gymnastics and like figure skating yeah whatever but like skating like no like I don't know dude like and and for me personally like skate like skate park and that kind of shit was where I'd go as a kid when I didn't want to be doing like organized sport or when I wanted to get away from my parents, my parents never went to the skate park. Like, yeah, 
and it was like it was like my time to do what I wanted I chose the chicks that I wanted to try that kind of shit and now it's just like it's like a dad like next to the bowl like so are you gonna do the you're gonna do the thing there and like when are we gonna film this TikTok and are you gonna do that and it's like <laughs> what the fuck like and parent managed accounts is like another thing that really like oh that's shouldn't be allowed to be if you're not comfortable enough with your kid running their own instagram don't let them fucking have instagram and like and it's one thing to like i don't know if your kid's young and like you want to share an account with them make sure they're not like i don't know being hit up by sus people or whatever like okay but like when you start writing the captions, when you start commenting on people as them, when you start messaging people as them, like that is completely overstepping in my It's sociopathic. Yeah. It's fully living through your child. Like And yeah. like when they're older, dog, they're probably gonna be so embarrassed to yeah. like what you put on of them on the internet. Like I'd be oh, so- yeah, I am. <laughs> it's kind of sad because then all these other kids feel like they need to do that too and like be on instagram like that also and it's just like dude it's just like these some of these kids are gonna grow up hating skateboarding you know or they're gonna turn into some fucking nijas and god we don't need any more of those yeah you know (laughs) or maybe they'll love it maybe they'll love it but it's just like dude i like go be a kid (laughs) like well also when you're like that young like a lot of well at least for me like you totally look up to your parents like you do anything for their kind of validation so like if you only get that when you do well or you go hard or you compete in this like that's what you're gonna think is like buying your parents like attention and love and that kind of shit and that is seemingly like so backwards to me because you should be like rewarding your kid for like different kind of things not like I don't know whether or not you approve of what they're doing or something like that you know it's just yeah. like mm-hmm. like obviously they're gonna try like if obviously they're gonna try to like gain your validation they're your fucking kid like yeah you know so don't don't blow that out of proportion like it's brutal totally like a big critique on uh, men interviewing women in skateboarding is that they try to like pit women against each other and stuff. <laughs> so like, who are some women skaters you think you guys could like beat up? If Nora stepped to you, you think you could take oh her in a fight? <laughs> I don't think I could beat anyone up. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to think that I'd win in a fight, but I just no. Yeah, I think Una could. I've never been in a real fight either, and I don't like. I like to like that hypothetical, but that shit's happened to me in interviews before, fully, where people are like, "So, like, <laughs> you filmed three parts in this. Like, you think Leticia Buffoni is whack, right?" And I'm like, "No, she's like, she's fully doing her own thing. She's like made so much money. She has a house in two different countries, supporting her entire family off of skateboarding. Like, that's fucking amazing. Like, facts. We were just talking about yeah, her. Yeah, earlier we were talking about her, and how I, I was like, dude, like, if I, I would totally be doing that shit too yeah. if I could. Like, I'm trying to skate around in a bikini in like some villa in Brazil on fire. like marble floor and like, a kicker into my fucking infinity pool. Like, yeah, there's already like. It's already such a rat race in skating, like, so, and, and, or at least it feels that way, but, like, within, like, those marginalized groups, like, why would you make them compete against each other when there's already, like, so few at that level? Like, it's kind of the thing where, like, people see it as this pie of, like, if I get a little bit of this, you won't get this. So, like, if she's getting exposure for doing what she gets, I won't get exposure. Like, someone commented on my video and they're like, oh, this is sick, like, why don't you post more of this on the barracks instead of, like, Skate Moss or whatever. I was like, one, me and Skate Moss are friends. Two, like, I don't want to be on fucking barracks. And also, like, (laughs) if she's getting, like, if she's doing, like, her avenue of skating and getting support from it that way, then, like, why should that affect me? I'm doing my thing, she's doing her thing. Like, that's chill. Just because we're women doesn't mean that I'm, like, jealous or, like, bummed on it or that, like, if she's getting some sort of exposure, then I'm not getting it. It's, like, it's not about that. Like, yeah. There's so much, there's enough for everyone and we can mm-hmm. share it, like, fully. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, a very prominent, like, bullying culture in Australia as well as everywhere. Like, the scooter kids here, like, I got bullied by a scooter she kid got last bullied. week. Like, awesome. there's a, 
they made an Instagram account of like my face and like they're fully like talking shit on me. Like I got 100% like bullied in prison and cyber bullied by a 15 year old scooter kid here. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And they like spammed my account. They commented like 15 times, like all this shit. And I just like, I was, Poppy was like, you should reply to them. You should get them back. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Poppy's like, clap back, clap back. Get it, get it, get it. I get so into it. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, no, I can't, I can't give them that like time of day. Like we were talking shit at them and like the kids just like standing there with a scooter, like being a little dick. And then it was like this tall kid and his like little friend. And then um, they were both probably like 15, but one was like way older looking. And they were, like, talking shit on us and, like, making all these really inappropriate jokes around this, like, like we were, we were, like, ke- teaching this kids camp of kids between, like, 8 and 11. And they were like at the girls. same park and, like, fully just making everyone so uncomfortable and, like, <laughs> zipping around on their scooters, like, bullying people and shit. And I, like, went up to them and I was, like, what's your guys' problem? Like, what are you doing? Like, grow off a little bit. Also, like, get your fucking scooters out of here. Like, it's a skate park. Like, seriously. And they're just, like, man. Like, <laughs> and then I, like, went, like, this to one of the kids and, like, tipped his hat off. And I was, like, you got a fucking problem with me, buddy. And then they got so bummed. And then they, like, they, like, fully just went on Instagram that night and just, like, spammed the shit out of me. And, like, I'm scared to go to the park them? and, like, see them fully. Oh, my God. That's I know. Horrible. I, I, I kind of stooped to that level. I was, like, shit. I just don't, like, I almost kind of, like, went out of 15-year-old. But then also, like, <laughs> he started it. And he came back to me, like... Yeah, he was being disrespectful first. You have to stick up for yourself to a certain extent, you know? I know. And then I was like, if I wasn't teaching a kid's camp right now, like, I would throw your scooter into the road. Like, fuck you, man. This is so (laughs) dumb. I got one more funny scooter story. (laughs) When I was younger, we were just talking about how they're all, like, shitty. I was, like, nine, I think, and there were all these, like, 16-year-old scooter kids at the park. And... One of the um, older guys that I used to skate with, he actually, like, roller skated. He uh-huh. was massive. He was, like, a giant. His name, his nickname was Beanstalk because he was so big. He was just, like, <laughs> this massive guy. And he was, like, roller skating around and kind of, like, it wasn't the bowl. It was, like, another part of the skate park. And he was skating around. These scooter kids kept, like, deliberately getting in his way, like, just being absolutely, like, shits. And then they started – he started getting really mad at them and they – all like got their scooters like propellers and were like going like this and like trying to like hit him and I'm like oh my god my sister was there at the time she was like three she was like this little baby and my dad took me to the skate park and these guys are all like whipping like beanstalk and I'm like oh my god I'm just like standing with Kip we're just watching it and then I look around and I look back and my dad's just over there and he's got one of the scooter kids in a headlock. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a dad thing to do. And no he way. was like walking through them all with like this little child. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Scooters. No. Bikes. No. But roller skates. Awesome. Yeah. Roller skates. Yeah. And like rollerblades are so cool. Music for last week's episode was done by um, a friend of ours, uh, Patchface. You can find his music in, in the link to the post, um, or you could find him on Instagram. I think it's Patchface Beats. Um, but yeah, so for each episode, we kind of want to do uh, have different music in each one and have different musicians or different bands kind of like have a feature, have a little interlude. Yeah, so. If you're a band or a person <laughs> yeah. who makes beats, music, whatever, hums, I don't know. Yeah, wh- whatever music uh, you, you make or sounds that you make and you want them to be on the podcast, send them to oklasttrypod at gmail.com. Also, in the comments, besides just saying, like, good shit, let us know who you want to talk to, who who you want us to talk to, because, like... We have an idea of who we want to talk to, but you guys are the ones who have to listen to it. So yeah, true. <laughs> let us know if there's anyone in your in your area and 
that you like, that you follow on Instagram, whoever, just give us some ideas. Uh, we're trying not to work that hard. So we're trying to crowdsource. <laughs> yeah, come on, make this 50-50, you guys. You know, we make you listen. Come on. <laughs> yeah, meet us in the middle. Come on. It, it's hard work talking into this fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I have to, like, open my mouth and, like, push out the sound. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, work that goes into making this chair comfortable too yeah, like it, it never hits the right size up or down yeah. and it kind of gets stuck in the rug so i like have to wiggle <laughs> back and forth it's a i look, have to take an uber all the way over here like or ride my bike you know Jesus, yeah just please or send me. us some fucking guest ideas yeah. is or, that yeah. too much to ask yeah or money i, mean, or, <laughs> <laughs> I also take that <laughs> <laughs> 